Welcome to the Mind to Muscle podcast, where we focus on exercising our minds and our muscles. I'm your host and sweaty mama, Jennifer Loganville, and my goal is to empower you to live each and every day stronger than yesterday. Being the strongest in the room isn't only about your physical fitness, but your confidence and mindset. Here, I'm your biggest cheerleader as we learn how important it is to put your mind to muscle even before picking up the weight. Otherwise, what are you doing? Grab your water and get set up. We're starting in three, two, one, let's go. Welcome back. Today is a topic that I love to talk about to a lot of my members because they don't love to hear it. Can overtraining be ruining your results? All right, ladies, we are all committed to our fitness journeys. We get to a level where we see this certain level of results and we're like, yes, I am a very results-driven, motivated person. And so when I start seeing changes in my body, I'm so, so motivated. When I see changes in my mind, I'm so motivated to keep that forward momentum. And I think a lot of people are, especially if you're a type of person like me with my mindset of like, let's go. So I see this a lot of the time with my members. If you push yourself to reach new heights and push, 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 I see you. I love you. That's my mindset all the time. But here's a catch. More does not always mean better. Overtraining, overpushing, or pushing our body beyond its limits without adequate rest and fuel have serious consequences on your progress, and your overall well-being, your mind especially. You're going to burn out. You're going to maybe get an injury. You're going to feel stagnant and stuck. So again, like I talked in that one episode, stop, checks and balances. What do we need to change? Do we need to pivot and move forward? It's not like the end of the world. So some of my members, when I notice this level of intensity and burnout and under eating in this cycle that they've been in, I'm like, whoa, I'll message him and I'll be like, hey, listen, you're not going to love this, but this is what I'm seeing and I'm telling you with a good heart and good intention and I would listen because I've been there, I've done that. Just trust me. And some will listen and we pivot and we create a new plan for them on what their daily you know, workouts look like, what their macros look like, rest, all the things. And some implement it and others don't. And 10 out of 10 times, seen this, five and a half years of JGFG, 15 years of lifting, I've seen it with my friends. The ones who don't listen the, are the ones who burn out, get an injury, stop completely, gain all their weight back, and now they're in square one or worse than what they were when they started. Seen it. I've seen it so many times. So just take the tough love, which I give all the time. I'm never the friend who's going to lie to you. I'm always the best friend who says you have a booger in your nose. And I, I mean it with good intention in my heart and I love you because I would want you to be that person to me. So I always say, be the person you need. That's who I need. That's who I needed whenever I was in your shoes. So this is who I'm going to be today. And yeah, if you're feeling like, wow, this is really hard to listen to, it's probably because you need to listen to this and take it and do your checks and balances and implement this into your life because you're probably on the verge of injury, burnout, or plateauing. So let's start by understanding the signs of overtraining and burnout. Feeling constantly fatigued, experiencing unexplained decrease in performance. Like, for example, last week you could shoulder press 30s and this week 15s felt really heavy. 
Again, couple things there could be around your cycle. Go listen to my the Cycles of a Woman podcast. That will explain a lot. Otherwise, if you're not in the cycle where you should be feeling weak, then you're you're needing to step back. Maybe you're feeling a little overtrained, a little fatigued. Trouble sleeping, irritability, are you snapping at everybody all the time? Are you snapping at your kids and your husband and everyone around you? And even persistent injuries are red flags that your body is literally begging you for a break. Literally. It's like, hello, why are you ignoring me? I can't be in fight or flight 100% of the time. Let's tone it down a little bit. Listen to your body. Like if you are training every single day and lifting weights and eating macros, like be intuitive with your body. I don't understand how people can just walk around not in tune with their bodies. You get one body, take care of it. Listen to it. It sends you messages. Our bodies are made to self-heal. So help it. It will be so good to you if you treat it nicely with respect and you let it heal and you fuel it properly. It will do its thing for you. Talk nicely to it. Our brains are so powerful, but we have to listen to our bodies because it will send us messages. We can't override those. Uh, Exit out, exit out. No, you have to listen to those when it comes to your body. Because next thing, big injury, and then you're out. And once you're out with a big injury, it's really, really hard to come back. Overtraining doesn't just affect physical aspect. It will take a toll on your mental health too. Feeling the stress of pushing too hard can lead to burnout. You're feeling frustrated. You're feeling disappointed. Maybe you're feeling stagnant on your journey where you're at. It is your fitness journey is here to enhance your life. It's not, it should not become a source of stress. That is completely opposite of what fitness should do for you. So remember, fitness movement is medicine. And the minute it becomes stressful, you are experiencing burnout, you are experiencing overworking, overtraining, pause, checks and balances, let's do some refiguring here because your math ain't mathin'. So let's go. You're needing to focus on balancing your workouts with proper recovery. Like that is essential. You have to have proper rest. That is why I highly suggest Working out training for five days and you have one active rest day. That doesn't mean run five miles. That means maybe if you're a runner, like two or three, that means no picking up the weights. That means you're going on a walk. For me, an active rest day is a good walk, longer walk than I would normally do on a day. That means playing with my kids, being active still. I'm not just sedentary, but I'm not picking up the weights. I'm stretching. That's an active rest day. I'm doing, you know, maybe some body weight movement, um, but then one full rest day where you are doing nothing. I used to work out seven days a week. I've been there. I've overtrained. I've injured, done it all, and it's not worth it. Listen to me. Stop overtraining yourself. Your mind and your body will thank you. Give it an active rest day. Like I said, that's not active rest day is not five plus miles. That is a full workout day. Because your cortisol levels so increase by that five mile run and your stress, now you just you don't have a rest day at all. So make sure you're doing it properly. You need a full rest day. And maybe your rest day is not five workout days and then one rest day at the end. Maybe it's three workout days, one full rest day, and then you work out a couple days and then an active rest day. 
So you can rearrange it. Like you're in charge. Maybe you get you work late on Tuesdays. So Tuesdays need to be your full rest day. But maybe then that means you're working out Monday, full rest day Tuesday. And then Wednesday, Thursday, full workout days. You have an active rest day Friday, Saturday. Like you can program this to fit your life. There's no only Saturday, Sundays are your only rest days. I have been reprogramming it. And Sundays are my full rest days, but Saturdays are my one of my workout days now because I wake up early before everyone else is awake and I get it done. And so I've been taking an active rest day on Wednesdays because I'm super, super busy on Wednesdays. And so I've been taking an active rest day there where I'm doing some light work. I'm not picking up my heavy weights and I have been loving it. It's a good change of pace. It's a good switch up. And I'm not doing it long term, but I'm just doing it, you know, maybe two months and then I'm going to go back and see what I want to do. It is okay to change your routine like that. This episode is sponsored by Top Notch Athletics. We customize tailored clothing for those that are here to get things done. We design clothes for those that never settle. The peak performers, the ones that never sell themselves short of the best. The high risers, those that never quit. The strongest in the room. Step into these clothes and your mindset shifts. You become top-notch. Check out tnclothing.com to become your top-notch self. We're going to talk about a couple myths. Um, The myth of more workout automatically leads to better results. First, it's false. Quality always wins over quantity. So I've recently talked about this inside my group. I have some members who are like, doing the daily workout twice, back to back, and then stacking like three of my bonus workouts on top, plus running all these miles, plus doing this and that and all these things. And I am like, I would love to be in the room with you and watch your quality of that workout that you just did an hour and a half, two hours worth. I would love to watch the quality because I don't think it's there. Because you can stop and you can look at someone's results for the past year And if they're going 100 miles per hour, but you're not seeing super changes in their body, it's a few things. They're not feeling properly. They're not feeling their body the right way with the right macros or the right eating. It's burnout, overworking, underfueling, quality of their workouts. Like there's so many things to consider. And so you, if you feel like you're stuck, but oh my gosh, I'm doing all these things. I just don't understand why I'm not seeing these changes. It's likely your quality slacking. Uh, my quality slacks after two workouts. And so I've learned that the hard way. I used to do five day Friday where I did five workouts in one day. Why? Because I'm a crazy person. And I realized after mm, probably a month of doing it, I was like, that's not sustainable. I'm going to get an injury and my workout quality decreases after my second workout. I'm lifting lighter by 10 pounds per workout. My form gets sloppy. I'm going to get an injury and I'm. this isn't worth it. It's horrible mentally and physically. And so I have changed. I stopped doing that in 2021. And quality is everything. For me, at least. Quality of workouts, quality of food, quality of people that you let in your life. The quality of everything always wins over quantity always quality. So instead of stacking endless workouts, focusing on efficient 
well-structured routine that targets your goal. Your body will thank you for the smarter approach. And by me saying that, I'm saying, if you're a member of my program, you are not doing 16 things in one day. You are doing the daily workout. And maybe you're going to just follow the workout calendar because that is why I program it the way I do. I program it to, I am doing the workouts ahead of you. So I'm telling you, this week is super intense. You're going, if you're following me and you're picking up the heavier weights for your body and you're listening to the contraction and the slow tempo and all of those things, if you are doing that on cue with me, then that's what you need. Or I'm going to say, okay, this is going to be paired perfectly with this bonus workout. And that is why I do the workout calendar. And a lot of people follow it and they have had amazing results and it shows. And a lot of people just make up their own thing and they think that more is going to equal better results and that's not true. Because in my mind, less is more because I've learned from experience. So nutrition also is a pivotal role to this entire topic. Overtraining can increase your body's demand for nutrients and especially carbs, protein. So fueling it properly becomes more crucial. You have to have adequate protein. Um, You have to go to snack club with your carbs. You have to have good healthy fats. And you have to make sure you're supporting yourself not only in the macronutrients, but in the micronutrients. So you need to be making sure that your sodium, potassium, all of those things are also getting refueled. Because every workout Everything you're doing is depleting. So what are you doing to pour back in? Are you helping or are you hurting? Because you need to make sure, checks and balances, that it all maths out right. So we can't forget about active recovery. Like I said, you're incorporating lighter activities, yoga stretching, going on a longer walk. That does not equal a five-mile run because that is a workout. So you need to make sure that you're avoiding the high-intensity stress in your body on those active rest days. You should be doing stuff that's really relaxing to your body and fun. That's that day where I talked about the 80-20 rule. That's the day that you're, you're filling up that 20% of like, this is fun. Maybe you're, maybe you're going to sky zone with your kids. Maybe you're going to a trampoline park with them and you're doing just jumping. Horseback riding, like that's an active rest day. That's fun. And you're active. So it's important to embrace the full rest days. A a lot of people in the like go, go, go mode don't do full rest days. It's so incredibly important to implement those. Your body requires regular breaks to perform at its best. Remember that you are just, you can't drive your car past the 30 mile on E. Like when it says 30 miles to go, I push the limits and that's just literally true story of my life. Like when my body says I'm on E, I have 30 miles left before I'm literally, you're pushing me. I push myself to those limits a lot of the time. Like I can't say I'm 100% this perfect angel that follows what I'm telling you right now because I don't. I don't do it all the time. Then whenever I run myself to the ground, I'm like, whew, I need to listen to my own advice. I will run, 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 go, go, go. And then I'm like, whew, okay, I'm on E. Now I'm, I need to refuel. And that's when I recluse back and I take a couple day break and then I'm ready to go. And I'm like, okay, slower pace because consistency always wins. I don't have to go a hundred miles an hour all the time. Bring it to maybe 80. And so 
you need to make sure that you are finding balance because that is what is going to allow you to be doing this consistently for a very long time. We are here for longevity, not for the intensity, okay? And so it's important you have to embrace the active rest day, the full rest day, and then your body is so happy and it is so ready to give 110% effort on your working days. Trust me, I've been here, do it all the time. So remember, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Progress takes time and consistency. It is a vital part of that process, consistency. So ignoring rest will lead to a plateau, will lead to an injury and even probably regression. Like I have some members who we are having this conversation actively right now and they're like, I'm not sure why I'm not seeing results because I'm doing all these things. And I'm like, it's because you're doing too much and your body is actually regressing. It's not moving forward. So we need to strip back, change what your activity level looks like, increase your macros to fit your your activity level, and make sure your 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 mind is in the right spot. Okay, because it's not sustainable mentally to be a hundred miles per hour all the time indefinitely. Listen to your body. Your body knows what it's doing. It knows when it's ready. Pay attention to how you feel physically, mentally. If you're constantly drained, that's that's a sign that you need some recovery. We need to start putting those strategies of recovery into play. So we're going to wrap it up. It's going to be a short one. Overtraining can indeed sabotage your results. 100%. The path to success lies between finding the sweet spot of challenging yourself in adequate recovery. You are in charge of realizing and prioritizing rest, nourishment, self-care as a part of your journey. You are in charge of this. I can't do it for you. I can't tell you when you are on E. You have to listen to your body. You have to listen to your mind and you have to slow down Stop and smell the roses and and then realize like why? Why are you doing this? Are you doing this for the same reasons of like with good intention or are you doing it as a competition? Because there's a difference. Are you trying to compete with someone? And do your goals align what you're doing? Why are you running 100 miles per hour? Stop intentionally write down what you're after and what you are tired of doing. Listen to your body. Make the good changes. You are in charge. You're the strongest in the room. You can do this. Less is not more. So I hope through this episode, maybe you had some aha moments and you realize that there it's important to rest. It is important to Stop overtraining so you can have proper recovery and proper results. Because I'm, I promise you, the minute you give yourself rest and love and start filling your cup up and stop depleting yourself, you are going to see those changes that you have been at, been after for so long and you just couldn't figure out what your sweet spot is. And it, it's trial and error, 100%. It is, and it's a mental game, and I promise you can overcome it. You are more 
then what your Apple Watch tells you, the level of your workout, how many calories you burn, you're more than that. You're more than the scale. Stop weighing yourself every day. Stop weighing yourself more than one time a month. I weigh myself every quarter to refigure my macros or only when I'm refiguring my macros. Every two weeks, every 30 days, whatever I am after on my goals is the only time is when it's macro recheck. I don't care what my weight was on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I, I literally don't care. I couldn't even tell you how much I weigh right at this moment. I don't know. I don't own a scale. We have an Embody machine at our supplement store and that's it. And that's the only time I step on it. And I don't even look at the total number. Honestly, I couldn't tell you how much I weigh. I could tell you how much body fat I have and what my muscle mass is. Otherwise, I don't know what any of those other numbers are to tell you the truth. I don't look at them. I don't care about them. I'm making sure my body comp's over 100% all the time on each muscle and each extremity. Otherwise, I don't care. There's no placard overhead. This is Hi, I'm Jen Loganville, and I weigh this. Nobody cares. Give yourself the scale freedom. Your workouts are not based on if it was a good workout because you burned over 500 calories. That does not mean anything. Quit wearing your watch. That's my number one tip. Stop wearing your watch and get rid of your scale. If you can do those, stack it with macros and stop overtraining, your life is about to be very beautiful. I have some members who are so obsessed with the scale, they weigh themselves at different times of the day to see what kind of day they're having and that determines if it's a good day or a bad day. That is an obsession. That is body dysmorphia that is an unhealthy relationship with your apple watch and your scale and you have to break that because that is not sustainable for life you cannot be using that mental game that mental way of it's only good if i do this or i only had a good day if this no you decide if you had a good day you decide it is entirely up to you you decide those things i have not worn apple watch or an apple or anything on my wrist telling me anything for almost two years. And it's liberating. It is so freeing. It's amazing. So I suggest you do it. Put your watch up, go do a workout, and let go of those things that are so silly but consume us so much. It doesn't matter. You matter. Your mental clarity matters. Your thoughts about self-love and who you are, those matter. Eat your protein, drink your water, have a good day. It's only as fun as you make it. I love you guys. You're strong, you're powerful, you're worthy. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mind to Muscle. If you'd like to tune into future episodes, don't forget to follow me on your preferred listening platform. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure and leave a review. I really appreciate those. Don't forget you are strong, you are powerful, you are worthy, and you can do hard things. I love you guys. Bye.